Hello and welcome to Reality Check, the podcast that gives you the truth about the state of marketing. On Reality Check, we interview people who are at the top of their game and the highest levels of the marketing industry. No theory here, just reality. This is the podcast for agency owners. We only talk to the most senior of marketing directors or those at the top of the agency game. Our aim is to bring you heaps of value in just 30 minutes. I'm Oliver Duffy Lee, and I'll be your host. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Reality Check Live. This time, I'm with Ashok Dang, who until recently was associated with United States Pharmacopoeia as Senior Director for Strategic Marketing and Program Operations. In the episode, we talked about a lot of things, including his long and experienced career in marketing with United States Pharmacopoeia. One of the key things that came out from my chat with Ashok is his belief that ROI should be front and center of all marketing operations, whether it's branding, advertising, or whatever else it may be, ROI is absolutely essential. We also talked about the importance of marketing to be agile and therefore to set short-term goals as well as long-term goals. We finally finished on Ashok's view of working with agencies where he talks about what he loves about agencies in bringing energy to the table. But sometimes agencies can be guilty of oversimplifying some things. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. Check it out. So Ashok, great to have you on the show. Thanks very much for joining. As a way of getting started, can you please introduce yourself? Thank you, Oliver, for having me on the show. And it's my pleasure to be uh, talking to you about the topics which we have laid out today. As a brief introduction, my name is Ashok Dang and I am I work in the strategic marketing area for the last several years. I consider myself as a strong combination of science and business. That's how I started my career as, and I continue to bring those both dimensions, um, whether I'm doing marketing or I'm trying to do business or science in my way of working. I'll say that I'm a, I have extensive experience of building businesses worldwide, done it in different continents, and they have always been built on a strong foundation of uh, strategic marketing. That has been my uh, strength, and that's, that's where I believe that marketing brings in a lot of value to any organization. Ultimately, uh, any activity your organization is doing, it has to do with a lot of thoughtful, um, thoughtful thinking so that we can bring the business to the fore rather than activities taking the center stage. Uh, I remain a strong uh, uh, propagator of strategic marketing as well as an advocate of marketing matters. Uh, the reason we'll talk about it in the, the next few uh, minutes, why marketing matters for any organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. On the personal side, I'm very big into conscious living. Uh, I try to practice conscious living and that's what I want to bring into any organization where I'm working. That's about me, briefly. That's great. Thank you so much for that introduction. And um, I'm I'm very impressed by your extensive experience. And before we dig into that, I just want to ask you, because where we currently stand today, we're about five days or six days away from election day. And you are currently in, I believe you're you're positioned in DC, no? Yes, I am placed in Washington, DC. That's where I live, very close to the epicenter of this big election, the biggest democracy of the world. It's a very interesting 
fight of values, different set of values by both yeah. parties. And ultimately, what matters in these situations is what does the residents or the citizens of that country want? They will choose the person or the party they feel best watching their interests. Overall, it's it's a kind of interesting election because the, it could have been more hype, but the pandemic has definitely subdued the sentiment. Everyone wants to behave very carefully. At the same time, the presidential debates, which used to be live and substantial source of work keenly watched are now virtual instead of three we had two of them yeah there have been uh, interesting moments in those debates and like everyone else i'm also watching closely what will be the result which will be <laughs> out very soon the world is watching i can tell you that's for sure so tell me as a, as a senior marketing person, as someone that's had a, a good career in marketing, you mentioned in your introduction you like to mix science and marketing. What is your uh, favorite part about being a senior marketer in an organization? My favorite part of being a senior marketer in an organization is building businesses. You know, mm-hmm. The most satisfying moment for any marketer is when they launch or create, or create and launch new programs, new services, new products. And I'm, I'm talking of uh, all of these because strategic marketing includes several components. It's not only about creating promotional materials, which some of the organizations tend to believe that's all what marketing should be doing. Marketing is far more evolved. That's why I said I'm promote uh, advocate of marketing. And as a marketer, I enjoy looking at big picture just from a strategic angle to see where can I take this business? How can I make the organization grow? How, how can I make it look good? How do we put our best foot forward? That's the enjoyment for me as a senior marketer in the organization. I will also mention that while I'm doing this and I'm talking about science and business and business and science, uh, connecting the dots. You know, mm. I have worked sub- or substantially in here in the organizations which are highly focused on sciences. Uh, that's their business. And it's not easy for us, the scientists and the organization to have. They know it all, but to tell it to the outer world what exactly it is, what is in it for customers, understanding customer needs. Uh, these are a few things which I, uh, connecting those dots together and problem solving, that's that's the kind of satisfying part of being a senior marketer. That's interesting. And, and do you think, so in your role and in your career, do you think the role of the marketing department has actually changed in, across the years or is it largely similar now? Uh, I'll say it has changed over the years. Over the years, when I started in these industries, roughly 25 years ago, marketing was more of gut-based uh, or uh. feeling-based uh, function, whereas it has <laughs> evolved into a substantial data-driven function where we are continuously gathering data, keeping a check on the pulse of the market, competition, customers, and creating programs which we feel that will fulfill their needs. At times, customer is not able to see what kind of products will solve their problems. The marketeers kind of step in and visualize those products and services for the customer and then the whole a state getting process, which I encourage every organization should uh, institutionalize, make sure that we do testing of our hypothesis and also create products and services which are successful in the market. And mm. uh, that's the evolution, I'll say, from a feeling-based 
a function to more data-driven, technology-backed, and it has become a very strong combination of art and And so is that where you said you had a sort of scientific background or uh, you bring science to the idea of marketing? Is that, that must place your strengths then if it's a data-driven world nowadays? It does. And that's my advice to any marketer that do not, do not think of doing marketing with having data. And, and that's how you can showcase the value of what you do on a day-to-day basis. Otherwise, uh, there are several people in the organization who you will come across with opinions. And if you do not have enough data to back up your hypothesis, it doesn't look good. Yeah, I completely understand that. So, and talking of that, so if if you look at the challenges you've had in your career, what do you think are the key challenges you faced in marketing and organizations that you've worked in before? So the key challenges, I'll mention a few. There are buckets of challenges. There are internal bucket of challenges, then there are internal bucket of challenges. And then there is, uh, in the external bucket of challenges, I will say the evolution of marketing itself. As I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of data-driven things which need to take place. A lot of data generation has to take place. And also the way marketing is done now is strongly based on technologies. That marketing has to keep pace with those changes. We have to be ahead of the curve if we really want to do our jobs as marketeers. We cannot wash off technology and the value it brings into uh, our uh, activity. Another area, the challenge which I feel is times marketers tend to focus a lot on activities, tactics. Uh, My request to everyone is focus on the big picture. Activities and tactics are important, but if they are not linked to the overall organization's uh, organization's, uh, goals, you may tend to you, know, you may tend to get into situations which, where you're talking about vanity mattresses, which nobody cares for, especially the CXOs of the organization. They do not care for how many clicks you got. For them, what matters is get convert into business and how much work it's worth. The mm-hmm. ROI does take center stage. That's something which we have to be very careful uh, propagate that as a market leaders, we should always taking that into consideration. The other area, which I'll say, especially in the current uh, COVID situation, will be a lot more emphasis on the uh, ROI. Yeah. As a market year, it becomes our role to show the difference between if we do something, what will be, what will the organization gain? And if we don't do a particular activity, what do we lose? The prioritization has to come from us. That, that's another area which I feel that has become more challenging. You, you cannot just keep on spending without showing ROI. You need yeah. to value. You have to demonstrate it. So obviously the, this, the prioritization of ROI and, and how much center stage it takes, I think that's a really good way of putting it. Do you think now we're starting to see a separation between branding and marketing even more? in terms of marketing is going to be more ROI-based, branding is going to be less so, and more of that feeling stuff that you were talking about before? Or should branding also be centered on ROI as well? I think all these activities, branding, marketing, product, content marketing, they should be clubbed together to form one integrated function. Mm -hmm. You call it marketing, you call it business. These are all means to get the business which organization is trying to get. Yeah. No organization is in the 
business of just looking good and getting no business in return. It's a good point. It's very important for us to be very conscious of that aspect. Our activities are not converting into business. We are not required in any organization. The other challenge which I will mention is the understanding of marketing within the organization. It's, it's not really well understood function because everyone believes that they can market. And that's not the case. And everyone can market provided they're doing a very disciplined approach to marketing activities, getting the right data in the room, making the scenes based on the data rather than on opinions and feelings. That's another area which I feel that is a challenge and it has evolved over a period of time. Instead of being considered a you know expense center, the, mm-hmm. the top management, the chief executive, should consider marketing as function, which is going to bring in revenue, provided we keep a, a very close eye on on the end result or the goals. Yeah. Okay. And resource the marketing function with appropriate resources. That's another uh, area uh, which chief executives should be mindful of. That if you're not resourcing your marketing functions well, they are a slow stodgy machines. You cannot expect results at a faster pace if your marketing function is trying to get resources from elsewhere in the organization. So it becomes a double job for a marketeer. Gather the resources for what they want to do. And by the time they gather the resources, it's either too late or it's not effective. Mm. Do your marketing function have the right resources at their disposal? Do they have enough power to hire and build teams in such a manner that they are fast, they they can keep pace with what they are promising to deliver? That's important. They are not sufficient. They're not backed by resources. They're going to spend it. Yeah. So it's interesting because obviously, as you know, a lot lot of the listeners of, of this agency owners or agency people, right? And two of the themes that come out when I speak to senior marketers like you, one theme is definitely ROI, right? So if you're going to work with us, you have to show at some level what the ROI on the service is. The other level, and I think you've mentioned this as well, is the, the complexity of working in an organization like this. Like you just touched on the double work of marketers if they don't have the resources from internally. Um, and I think that's something that agencies often overlook when it comes to selling solutions to clients is that it's complex. You guys have a big, complex organization that you need to navigate. So tell me, Ashok, what is your experience of working with agencies and what sort of services would you uh, use agencies for? So in my career in marketing, I had you know a pleasure and experience of working with large multinational marketing and communication agencies as well as uh, some specialized agencies and mm-hmm. some of the boutique firms. So the big one big thing which I like working with agencies is the energy, the energy they bring on the table. And that energy comes from a agency which has a good skill set available to them. Mm. They, make, they help me make moves. And this yeah. goes back to you know, if the agency's role for me is more of some, someone who's complimenting and we can make it, you know, a decision between who will be the quarterback, whether I'll be quarterback uh, or the agency will be quarterback. That's something which should be kind of clearly defined upfront uh, okay. so that we all, uh, and the expectations are set right. And think in terms of uh, 
if the expectations are not right, if I'm expecting agency to deliver something and then agency is expecting me to deliver something, then be definite misunderstanding. So one definite thing which I will mention is having those expectations set up clearly upfront that helps to work at a greater speed. And that's why any anyone is going to an agency. In addition to I will, another point which I'll mention is agencies help us to provide you know, a, a lot of different skills which at times are not available within the organization. It's the kind of uh, combination of those different perspectives, different skill sets that helps the work, you know, enjoyable work for both parties. Yeah, exactly. And and so and so I like the idea. So they're bringing the energy, the enthusiasm, and also helping to get things done. I think that's kind of definitely is an advantage agencies have is they have an objectivity to the organization. So they can sort of look at it from the outside. But isn't there also a problem with that sometimes in that they won't get the nuance of, of the products or the brands? Or is that something you've experienced before? Uh, I have some experiences on those lines and I call it oversimplification by agencies. Mm, yeah, Some of the agencies have tendency to get into oversimplifying product or service without really getting to know the nuances. Uh, at times, maybe they don't have enough bandwidth to get that kind of understanding in a short period of time. But it's worthwhile to spend time with the product owner in the organization mm-hmm. so that you have the good perspective. Oversimplification doesn't help anyone. You will end up creating a a product or a campaign which may not fly well with with your customers even. That's the challenge which we all need to understand. Another challenge which agencies at times have is getting a good grasp on the audience and what kind of message will fly with them. If the product is highly technical, if the product is science-based, you can play around on emotions to some extent, but ultimately the scientific or technical um, product consumer is going to look at the hardcore stuff around the technology. And we have to package it in such a manner that they should get those things in addition to the good work which agencies do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. I I, I kind of feel that pain. I, in my uh, earlier career, I worked a lot with in the truck industry. The truck industry, it could be, you can look at it two ways. It's either a very complicated industry or it's very simple. And we, as agency people, always wanted to simplify. But what we realized eventually is that the people we were talking to, truck drivers, essentially, or truck uh, owner operators, they loved the complexity of trucks. They, they're absolutely in love with the machines themselves. So oversimplifying it doesn't hit the mark. So I completely understand what you're saying with that point. And other than... Yeah, carry on, sorry. Irrespective of what the industry is, uh, you know, whose server is working, they have a pride associated with their work. Yeah. And when you're trying to oversimplify, you're in a way kind of making light of their work. Mm. And in the B2B environment, uh, generally not taken very nicely by the, the customer, the, the, your audience. So you have to speak the language of the audience, and that's, that's where my message to agencies is. Yeah, no, I think, that's, I think that's good. So it starts with un- a good understanding of who the audience is, of course. Um, and so generally, when it comes to your working with agencies, how, what, how do you go about sort of finding the right one? Do you hold tenders, or do you just do you have people that you've worked with before in the past? At this stage, I can say that, yes, I, I have people whom I have worked in the past. Yeah. 
and I know their strengths, I know their weaknesses, they know my uh, they know me inside out, and we have some level of equation already established. But remember, there was a day when I also started you know work with the agency for the first time. There was a day like that so sometime in the past. That has happened. When I'm looking for an agency, the most important things, three things which I look up is uh, what kind of capabilities do they have in-house? Number two is uh, what what is their working style? Does it match with me? Mm-hmm. It's more of a finding a fit. Also, any specific talent which I need, any specific set of services I need, do they have strength in that? Yeah. So, these are three things which help me to identify even till date if I have to look for a new agency, I'll, I'll look for those three things. Interesting. What are their in-house capabilities? What are their special capabilities? And it's a, it's a good fit for us to work together. It's interesting, the working style and being a good fit because um, it's hard, you know. Sometimes my experience with some agencies is that they present one side and then the working style is different. So sometimes on some level, you're, you're gambling anyway, right? In that respect. You're right. Uh, you can make some sense of, you know, if, if you can meet the team you can, you're going to work with upfront, you know, not only the account director, but if you can go one layer behind, behind the scene, have an introductory call with people who, who will be like creative, who will be working with you, who will be your yeah. project manager. So these are a few things help you to understand how do the, what is the working style of those people? That's always helpful. And I do not mean to undermine the role of town director who keeps the, he or she keeps the things together. Yeah. But uh, it's always, when you're selecting the agency, I'll, I prefer to talk to a broader team rather than limiting ourselves uh, to one individual. That makes gamble less risky. Yeah, that made that was my experience actually. Was I had about five years as account director, and my experience was at first when I was less experienced, I was very much the one target, and I, I sort of became a bottleneck between my team and my clients. And then the further I got, I was more able to open my team up to the clients, and everything just flowed so much better. But for that reason, you're right; it's important that the clients understand and know the uh, whole team behind the account director for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cannot agree more. It's more of uh, you know, more of it's not working of two individuals. It's more of working of two organizations, which matter. Yeah, uh, that's where knowing the team, seeing the team you'll be working with. Also true for the other side that I tend to expose my own team to the agency. Mm. And if they're working with the agency, they, they should also be comfortable. That's not only really my comfort. Yeah, we need to have that equation, that chemistry in place that we can work together. I agree. So, Ashok, I just want to finish by asking you a question which I've asked everyone so far. And the question is this. What is the biggest challenge you see for marketing right now? And how do you think we can get around solving it? I think the biggest challenge, as I mentioned earlier, is about showing our relevance around around the ROI, that our activities are leading to return on investment. It's not an expense center. And one solution which I think of is that, you know, all of us are very clear about uh, objectives and key results and KPIs. They could be very well defined. And my personal opinion is they should be on a shorter time span rather than a quarterly reporting. Uh-huh. Uh, the shorter time span helps us to kind of keep the promises which we make rather than 
take any corrective action which is required while uh, in the flight. And we all, all of us need to remember that we can create a plan and the tendency, the mindset should be how quickly we execute the plan. Rather than spending a lot of time on perfecting the plan, the focus should be on execution mm-hmm. and show the results to the organization. And if you have to make some micro iterations on the way, be open to it. Results back to the organization. Tell them this is what's going on. This is a change we are going to make if need if it is required to be made. Be absolutely transparent about it and treat the entire organization as we are one for this program or this product or for this service, which organizations will want to and ultimately gain revenue out of it. It's, it's not between marketing and other functions. The unity of the organization, the hunger for the successful product service is so important in current scenario that we do not have luxury to squander our resources away on things which will not get. I agree. So just quickly on the short term thing, that's that's something new that I haven't heard. So is your belief that the shorter term, the targets, the more likely we are to actually keep our promises and hit them? Yeah, I think that is important. If, if we uh, want to uh, kind of show marketing as an agile organization, you cannot have, uh, you cannot live, uh, kind of hide behind the long term targets. And yeah. then the, it has to be quick and fast. The speed of marketing is important, and that's something which I learned when I was doing MBA way back. And there's a book uh, which I think is popular and still relevant called 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. The very first law is better to be first than to be better. Mm. And I kind of adhere to that uh, rule of marketing that if you're not fast, if you're not at a good speed, uh, we really market. Yeah. So I like that. So short-term goals, making agile helps you to be faster. It's better to be first and to be better. Very well said. And that's, that's what I'll say. Marketing has to be agile. We have to focus both on long-term as well as short-term. And there we, we need to deliver short-term results. Also. It cannot always be long. Awesome. Well, Ashok, thank you so much for joining. Really enjoyed our chat. I'm looking forward to keeping an eye on your career and seeing what happens next. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll definitely share soon. And uh, this is an interesting new role, um, which definitely has marketing in it. It's closer to leading business for very long. Excellent. Thank you, Ashok. Take care. Thanks very much for listening to Reality Check. For more info on me, our show, or our guests, or just to find out how you can come on the show, just drop me a DM on Instagram and I'll get back to you. In the meantime... Keep up the good work.